Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name's Preston. You're recording once again. Live from the Trap House. Hey, I like that. Back and forth. It's, it's a back and it's forth. It's a tandem. Feels like it's been a long time since we last recorded. It has not been a long time since we last recorded. But it feels Louis's like been a busy man. A long time. I've been a busy man. I definitely could agree with that. I saw Pierce last week, but it does not feel like last week. When was that? that last was, Sunday? Yeah, something like so that. So it wasn't that long ago. Nope. But definitely feels longer. But I've been I've been ready to get some shit off my chest, man. I'm I'm fucking ready. Yeah, you got to, fired up at uh, <laughs> the NASCAR. So did you do anything for Memorial Day weekend? I did fucking not. Nothing. I I moved into my house. Did you, uh... We, we went over for family dinner, uh... Did you drink some beers outside? Day. I didn't have any alcohol. Damn. That's what it's all about, too, is, is getting a little day drunk, cooking yeah. out. We we had some barbecue chicken. That's the most American thing I did. Fuck yeah. The other day. Can't go wrong. Yeah. So, I think if you're not lucky enough, like me, to go to the Indy 500 for it, I think... The prototypical best yeah. way to do Memorial Day is like barbecuing. Yeah, cook, outside cook out, have some beers, and having some beers. Have your family over. Is there anything better in life than that? I do like cooking out. I do. I was looking at the grills at Lowe's and at Target the other day, and I was kind of like, two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. The fuck? I'm just gonna get one of those like smoker uh, barrel things. I think I'm just gonna build one or some shit. <laughs> just because that seems cheaper than spending $300 on a grill. I Maybe. also prefer, like, charcoal and wood over gas, because I think it adds, like, a nice sort of char or smoke flavor. When I was a kid, I didn't really fuck with the cookouts as much. So, I'm gonna chronicle the <laughs> please, day's events. Please regale me with, with and, how it went. And then we're gonna kind of go back and go into some things in depth. But I just want to lay the foundation, the groundwork of what it's like to be an American. Race day, we wake up at 5.30 Jesus. in the morning. We basically go straight to the parking lot that they always park at, which is at like a high school. And we just fucking tailgate the shit out of it. I'm drinking beer all fucking day. Yeah, we got... As you should. We got this killer... AM. We got... This killer little cooler from my old roommate, Paul, nice. who moved out to be so, in the military. So he was just like, dude, I am relinquishing all of my all worldly my possessions. possessions. So Gonna go to the Ukraine. Won't need any of this shit. Yeah, so Daigle has his little bong <laughs> that he still gets use out of today. And I have his little cooler, which... Oh my god. I think everybody should have a cooler. Yeah. beers. Nice. Nice. So we had that bitch. What was full. the lineup? What did you What you bring? Oh, we had a bunch of shit. The more basic shit we had was like Bud Light, Miller Light. Yeah, yeah. But we had like Pacificos. I love Pacifico. They were pretty good. We had McUltras. We had. Did you grab those for Phil? What's the other yellow can that's like Schnee? Sh- sh- uh, S C H something. Fuck. Some summery ale that was really shitty. Shinerbach or something yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's 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 I, that's it's okay. I had to throw the lob to you because I know you know your beer shit and I I know nothing of the fine arts. It's okay. 
but we were pounding beers and then we were walking in and before you walk in there's all of this like these like merch tents and yeah, places yeah. where you can buy shit and there's this one tent that sells flags you want to guess what type of flags were in Please. this particular tent i'm scared so there were american flags obviously yeah yeah there were blue lives matter flags oh no there were uh there's like a firefighter Lives Matter flag. No way. They which, made that which, one up. Which the is firefighters like, got and, jealous, Louie. Yeah. Which is like, I love the firefighters. I would be hard-pressed yeah. to find someone who didn't love firefighters. If I was about to die in a fire, they would save my fucking life. Well, and, and also, like, the political me. alignment of your firefighter does not affect how well they do their job. Yeah. A cop, that definitely does matter. Yeah. They wouldn't... Go respond to a fire and see that it was a black person. And be like, being uh, a fire and you know be what? like, uh, he probably started the fire himself. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. So they had those flags, right? They had Confederate flags oh, in, sure. for sale in Indianapolis, Indiana. And they also had flags that were like sliced down the middle where Ooh. half of it was an American flag and half of it was a Confederate flag. You. I'm not going to comment that's on a, that yet. That's a bastardization. We're going to talk about it. If you care about the Constitution so much, you would be offended by that. Because there's a whole list of things not to do to the fucking American flag. So, Wearing it as like a t-shirt, one of them as most common example. But yeah, so, that's fucked up. So chronologically, just a quick once over for my day. So we get in there, we go to our seats, and... Caroline is instantly annoyed by the gaggle of fucking stupid Indiana frat boys that we are sitting next to. Not like right next to? Like right next to. That's fucked up. And that's just shitty luck, dude. And and they did like the national anthem and shit like that. Did you stand for the national anthem? We did not stand for the national anthem. Good. I would like to pretend that it was some big protest for yeah, yeah. America. I don't and remember it's the right, last time I but did. Caroline's neck hurted and my feet hurted. So it so was the type of thing was where I was like, I'm not fucking standing, bro. Like, there might be a time where I might stand just to see the shit that's happening that yeah, they're yeah. doing. Again, not even on some I love America type of yeah. shit. I'm brainwashed and patriotic. But I sat down through... Two of the worst renditions of the national I'm anthem, sure. and what else during events for Louis during the Spar- Star Spangled Banner? Oh, they worse when than, they did than the actual Pledge of Allegiance. When, when honestly, they did the bombs bursting <laughs> there, they had this big boom. They oh light God, off like a firework or something that's supposed to be like what time the is bomb. It? The bomb that yeah, fucking yeah. killed American troops that Francis Scott Key was talking about. That's what they did for fanfare for the hype. Like I said, I'm just chronicling this yeah. chronologically right now. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to talk about that later. I wouldn't be bringing any of this shit up if I didn't want to talk about it. After that, I go to... I get up to go to the bathroom. And I have to go 
It's very awkward to go to the bathroom. So drinking beers is unoptimal on a oh, day dude. like this because and it's like beer long. really makes you have to piss yeah. for some reason. Absolutely, you're there so, all fucking day and you just have to keep getting up because you're slamming beers. So I left, and as I get up, I hear some frat guy holler. Now he decides to stand up. Oof. And Caroline fills me in later. Louis, I would love for you she, to get into a scrap at NASCAR. She overheard later, or she filled me in later, that she heard them be like, yeah, I'm not going to beat his ass or something, but but it just really pisses me off that like they're not respecting the troops, that they're not standing It's not about the troops. Bitch. And very important context, these Frat guy it's cocksuckers. Like, if you understand what the military does, it is so that you can do things like not stand for the pledge. Genuinely, most people who have served are Rested. like, that's why I served. We'll talk about it. That's disgusting. <laughs> so, these, these frat guys are yammering the whole time. They are yammering through the Pledge of Allegiance, which I don't know how that's not more disrespectful right. than me quietly sitting them making stupid fucking jokes during yeah, it. Facts. And they also, one of them made jokes about, you know, one section of NASCAR being Joe Biden voters. And uh, that didn't piss me off so much because it's like, like yeah. Like, who the fuck even likes Joe Biden? I don't like Joe Biden. Yeah. So I'm not going to be like, hey, that's my man. Old Democrats. So, yeah. All that happened. And then this is kind of tangentially related to everything. Okay. It's not... It's not necessarily as related to the conversation about America and patriotism that we're about to go into. But after I got back for the bathroom, it was, the race was like almost done. It was like yeah, yeah. the last lap. Okay, I should say this too. The race was fire. The race was crazy. Yeah. There were hella wrecks. Yep, it that was means carnage. It's interesting. Yeah. There, there was one play that we're going to talk about where one car hits the wall and gets spun around and one person just like clips their tire on their car. The tire comes off of their car and flies out of the stands on some super crazy shit. Fucks up some poor woman's car. Holy shit. That's but, actually wild. So every time they did that, they called like a red flag, which means, okay, you gotta, you gotta sweep up for like 15 minutes you yeah. gotta sweep up the wreckage because if you don't clean up the wreckage, there's just gonna be more fucked up yeah, shit. Yeah, more carnage. So it was like the last lap, and I had just gone to the bathroom, and I had just come back, and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna fight to get back to my seat just for one lap. Right. So right. I was standing kind of on the bottom of the bleachers, just, just where watching. I could see, yeah. and this fucking Hoosier behind me, she was like, Oh no, you can't stand right there, you're blocking my view. I paid good money for these seats. Mind you, if you have never been to a NASCAR race, or an Indy race, or whatever the fuck it's called. A car race of The shit kind, really. is wide open. Yeah. Around me, she could see everything that was going on. She just couldn't see the very small that was percentage like the top of, of area head, basically. that was me. And so I was like, I paid for some seats too, bro. I'm just watching the end of the race. And she was like, 
you didn't pay for these seats, though. And I was like, okay, bro. So what I did, just to piss her off, I took one step higher on the stairs, and I was like, can you see now? Mm-mm. Now you're still blocking my vision. Took, took another step. Can you see now? Are you are you able to you see the open ass fucking racetrack right now? Yeah. And she asked this eight year old that was sitting behind her, little Thomas, can can you see with this man standing right now? He was like, no. What the and fuck? then at this point, other fucking. Rednecks. That's yeah. what they are. Literally. In Indiana, yeah, they're fucking rednecks, and I don't like them. I don't like Indiana. It's kind of weird. I don't like Hoosiers. All of Indiana is like that. Even Indianapolis is like that, and that's a huge city. Let me tell you, Preston. The the people were a zero out of ten, even though the race was a ten out of ten. Because in that situation, bro, they started booing me. I was the fucking bad guy. Not like the whole fucking crowd or nothing. Just the few people that were like, "Yeah, you're in the way." You're in the way from these seats I paid so much for. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, bro. So I got even lower on the stands. I actually went up a different set of stairs with yeah, yeah. different people. And I was able to watch the last lap, which was dope because there was some action in that last lap. One person took the lead to win it. Nice. So the race was fucking great. And coming out, everyone was going to the bathroom. I just went to the bathroom. Right, you so, timed that pretty good. So I I could have waited with everyone else in the horde, but I didn't want to do that. So Caroline's family's going to the bathroom. Her sister's boyfriend comes back from the bathroom pissed Mm-mm. because this one dick just shoulder checks him for no reason, like hard as fuck. Yeah. To get and, to the bathroom? To get out of the bathroom. Oh, my God. And he says some shit like, get the fuck out of my way. Everyone that was at the race was a fucking dick. Yeah. So let's go back to the beginning of the day, okay? Let's talk about the flags. Let's talk about the bastardization of the American flag that is somehow supposed to be patriotic. It's patriotic if you believe in the Confederation. So what you said earlier, right? Did it, isn't it like a rule in the Constitution that you're not supposed to? You're not supposed to plagiarize it. You're not supposed to. De- you're defacing a flag, yeah. basically. Essentially. And it doesn't matter if... Same with the Blue Lives Matter being the exact same structure yeah. as yeah. the American flag, except with a fucking all gray and one fucking blue line. And it's a parody. It but really is. with the con- Confederacy shit, see... this they fucking is, lost. This Get is, over it. That shit was like a hundred fucking years ago. Here's my thing about it. They lost, and they were slavers. Yeah. And completely... We all fucking know it. Moving on, completely unrelated to that, because the conversation so often becomes they try to heritage say, or yeah, hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the South, they're saying, you know, my great-great-grandpappy fought in the Confederate, or the uh, Civil War on the Confederate side. We should be able to do that. Cool. Fine. Disregarding all that shit. Yeah, yeah. You are in Indiana... It is not fucking heritage, you're just racist. Yeah, it's not the fucking South. There is no argument of heritage. Besides the racist fact of it all, the Confederacy was fucking terrorists. They were mm-hmm. terrorists that seceded from the country that said, fuck America, I want to be better than America. 
podcast. Yeah, or my own thing. And for them to be so up in arms about, you know, caring about this country, caring about America, that is the most un-American thing. True. Well, and so it's also interesting that people who are pro-heritage, as you were saying, it's like they are also will, when there are more progressive talking points, say, oh, why, don't you, why can't you move on? That was ages ago. It, for, like, Black Lives Matter shit. They'll be yeah. like, that, that happened years ago. But why can't you just move on? And it's like, okay, but, like, but like that happened 100 still... plus years ago. You can't move on? You can't accept that that is not a country that exists. Yeah, you, you can't. You live in America. They'll, and that's another thing, too. They'll literally be telling people, you live in America, not if you're, like, an immigrant, you know. Not wherever yeah. the fuck you're from. You're not in Mexico anymore. Yeah. They say ignorant ass shit like that. And if that. I honestly, you but should they're be able daydreaming. To treat them the same way. If you see some asshole with a Confederate flag, be like, "Hey, shithead, this isn't the fucking Confederacy. This is the United States of America." Yeah, that shit pisses me off, bro. So one last thing about the Confederate flag shit. Something that Mister Gillum said that always stuck with me. Love that man. I had him at Eastern Press. It had him. Uh, he contributed to our more radical views to some degree. <laughs> Almost certainly. I was talking about him the other day, actually. But he told a story once that he was saying, like, his friend was rocking some Confederate flag shit. Yeah. And he asked him the question, do you wish that, yeah, that the they had won? won? Is... Or that they had maintained their independence and were their own nation. Even. Yeah. Because that's kind of the alternative, is even if they didn't, take over America, which they, was basically what they wanted to do. It, mm-hmm. it was like, we'll become our own nation, but also we want the rest of America to follow. Yeah. So, yeah. Indiana, you got no excuse. You're just a fucking asshole. End of story. So, let's talk about the national anthem and what a fucking disgrace It's a it charade. Was. It's literally the same thing where, and this is one of the most common, like, memes that I'll see on, like, communist Instagram pages and shit. National Anthem doesn't even slap. (laughs) It doesn't. Neither does the pledge. Like, it's all fucking dumb. But no, the the common point will be, like, rednecks or conservatives just being like, that's indoctrination for anything that they disagree with. That's indoctrination. Or in other nations where it's, like, North Korea or China where they have military parades. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, oh my god, look at how brainwashed they are over there. And it's like, Okay, but somebody plays a song, you feel the need to stand perfectly straight and yeah. salute or put your hand over your heart. Like, get the fuck out of here. I, I saw this one post that was literally... I saw this one post that was literally from, like, somebody's Facebook and dude's wearing a, a thin blue line hat. Mm-hmm. It's backwards and he's got a... Uh, I put this on the podcast story. He's got a Peyton Manning... Uh, Jersey on, and they're watching. Is it like the sniper? You know what I'm talking with Bradley Cooper, where he plays that American sniper? sniper. American sniper. Thank you. And he's just standing there saluting as they're watching the movie. And he was like, "This two hour long movie, and he hasn't sat down once." I think so, I'm, I'm so proud of him. He's so patriotic. I think I saw that screenshot, it's but someone captioned it: "The dick eating is crazy." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, it's like, damn, you realize that's just Bradley Cooper, right, my guy? So thank you for... This remi- is not a documentary. Thank you for reminding me of this, by the way. The uh, Preston already knew this, but I've forgotten about it. But 
the one of the frat people that were directly to the right of me was wearing a backwards Blue Lives Matter hat Gross. in the exact same way as said meme. And Caroline said he's doing it to cover up the fact that he's prematurely balding. <laughs> Any kind of was poor Damn. guy. But did he take his hat off for the pledge? Yes, I oh. I took my hat off. What an American! This national anthem. This national anthem. Why the fuck do you even think God that's bless America? It's a hat. These. Are the shittiest renditions. This is the shittiest thing that I've ever gotten in trouble for. Because these songs sucked. Yeah. So this person named Jewel did the national anthem. And she got all the controversy as far as other people were saying the same thing. That it was a bad rendition. Even Caroline's grandma wasn't at the race but she texted in. I don't think that the people that were singing were very good this year. Damn. When grandma's saying the shit, Damn. you know you fucked up. Yeah. But Jewel's the one that the main controversy is over. But I think God Bless America's rendition is just as bad by someone else. So I'm I'm forcing you to fucking listen to this right now, bro. Damn. I have to be validated so people don't <laughs> say I'm fucking crazy. You have to know that was genuinely the worst. What the fuck? Oh my god. Louie, it sounds like cats fighting. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone looks confused, bro. Yes, they do. Motherfuckers oh are trying to sing to it, but you can't sing to this. I think the best renditions are of any pledge is when it's just like a stadium full of people doing it yeah. versus like somebody trying to add their own twist and whatever shitty little acoustic guitar. They're not even playing that guitar. They're literally just they're plucking just the same. It. They're plucking the same note. They're just holding it. Is that not cringeworthy to watch? Brave! Like, bro, are we fucking serious right now? Bro, on some... on Dude, like That I was shit is about. spitting in the face of America. Like I was that talking about. That shit is a fucking disgrace. It's, it's some indoctrination shit. It's the same thing with, like, like I was saying, military parades. Because the fact that generally when they do shit like that at sporting events, they have jets fly over. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, aren't, isn't that literally the same thing? That's literally, we have all of you trapped in this stadium. Let's worship America for a solid few minutes. And show our and military, show our military might. might with, like, the most expensive fighter jet we got. I hate, Let me show you where your tax money's going instead of free health care. I hate that every single person that does the national anthem now just tries to do their own fucking spin on it. Yeah, and it's, it's gross. always shitty. And it's always terrible. Yeah. But this... Is especially awful and terrible, and part of the reason why I think that is because I wasn't able to just skip through it like I do most of the time mm. when I'm watching shit on TV. Good. But, all that being said, the shit was not worth standing for. Yeah. That was a bad performance, and like I said, when they did the bombs bursting in air, they do like a firework or something. 
some bomb blast at the appropriate point, and that's literally referencing a bomb that's fucking killed Americans when they were actually fighting for our freedom. Yeah. When they were actually fighting for America back in the day, back when we had wars on American soil. Yeah. That's so much more disrespectful than anything yeah, I did. Butchering People are worried anthem. about me sitting down. What about the fucking soldiers in the crowd with PTSD and, and, you're and they're explosions? fucking blowing shit True. up but respect the troops but you're giving them fucking Panic Vietnam yeah. flashbacks yeah. fucking blowing shit up. That's true. And I'm sure there wasn't like a warning or anything about that. But for what? For showmanship? Yeah. To just have something cool like that? Louis, I Bruh. sent you this message the other day. I was accurate. Guns, beer, explosions, little sprinkle of fascism, you know, boys in mm-hmm. blue. That's America. That is that is patriotism in this country. That's what passes for patriotism instead of actually believing in like core values of freedom, which is kind of the basis for this nation. Uh, a lot of a lot of our founding fathers were inspired by like French philosophers who really believed in people's rights and freedoms and power of the people mm-hmm. type shit. Um, but it's just gone so askew. People twist old words to mean whatever the fuck they want them to mean. That was Jewel that I just played. Thank you, Jewel, for being a fucking shitty singer on the world's most public stage. This person, Angela Brown, somehow went through shit creek just without anything on her. It is miraculous that people are not talking about how shitty this performance was. Preston, if you thought the other performance was shitty, let me play you this one. Why is it opera? What the fuck? I gotta see what this motherfucker looks like. What the hell is the trumpets for me? Oh my god. Is that Jonah Hill, bro? Looks like Jonah Hill. Oh my god, I don't think stop. it is. <laughs> if Jonah Hill shaved his, like, dirty hippie beard that he's got right now. Oh my god. Dude, this is... Why do I feel like I'm in France? Get that singing wise that is an impressive feat to, to no, hold it's a note, no, but it's, it's annoying not. to listen to when it's literally like just say the word, just say the word so that we can get to what we're actually at this stadium for, packed like sardines, bro. Home sweet. Home. With the trumpets, I, I feel Be like the trumpets serious. Really that shit was so trash. The trumpets were the only thing saving nah, that shit. Dude, I think the first one was worse, honestly. 
It genuinely sounded like cats fighting at when I said that. Like I wasn't even joking. Dead serious sounds like an injured animal in that first rendition. Both are bad. I I played both of the movies. Both of them are bad. I think that one might be worse. I fucking hate singing like that. That's the usual stuff that I don't like about the national anthem at events, though. Is the the usual extended notes, holding notes, repeating yourself a little too much at the end. It's like, okay, get, 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 get through the song. So, let me get really hot right here. I got in trouble for not standing. Yeah, yeah. Very accurately, as Preston said, those soldiers died for the right for me to be able to sit down. Yeah. In North Korea, you can't sit down. Yeah. In North Korea, they you cut off fucking your shot. fucking head for doing it. Yeah. But in America, I'm able That's to do it. That's what freedom means. In case you but know. fucking stupid ass fucking frat boys Redneck get pissed off by it. So let's talk about America's soldiers for a second. Let's talk about what we're really doing with this. Because yeah, what Memorial Day is about. Because I like what Preston said as far as showing your military might and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it goes deeper than that. Oh, bro. for sure. I think the myth that soldiers, U.S. soldiers, are dying overseas fighting for our rights, that is yeah. a misnomer to or me. Is someone trying to conquer level. America? I have not been informed of anyone trying to conquer America. America's it, biggest ops haven't even had any interest in doing that. Yeah. Nobody's landed on American soil. If that was the case, then it would be about protecting our freedoms. If there were literally people trying to invade our country. If right now, it's like... The only reason soldiers exist right now is for continued military presence in other nations. If North Korea invaded American soil today... I'm I'm signing up today, bro. Like yeah. on some real shit. That's like, if different it's really than me just going to another country to. That's really fuck some, some shit killer up. be killed shit. We have been told the lies by politicians, by the media, that these soldiers are being killed by foreign abroad I think, I insurgents. Think part of it you is know that... who kills American soldiers? The politicians that send them to That's die. They send them to fucking die for no reason. Yep. They are not protecting our rights. They are not doing anything they're to help to, America. Basically, they're they, pawns to impose the will of our nation in other countries. Yeah. That's really it. Have you seen that clip where it's like the former CIA director, FBI director, and they ask if the reporter asked if we've like meddled in put politics in other nations before because I think they were talking about some other uh-huh. country doing that. And he yeah. was like, well... And then sort of like made like this weird sound like, uh, well, <laughs> only if it's in the best interest of our nation. And it's like, oh yeah? Do you mean do you mean a coup, my guy? Like all the coups we've done in South America or like in the Middle East where we've put people in charge just because mm-hmm. they'll give us the oil. The last battle that's been fought on U.S. soil was 1890, and it wasn't even a real battle. It was against Native Americans. Yeah. That's not a battle, bro. That's a slaughter. When I look that up, that shouldn't be what fucking comes up. Yeah. That's definitely that's not, not a, a battle. battle. That You're right. It was just us fucking killing them 
because we had more advanced shit. That being said, the fact that we pretend that the U.S. soldiers are casualties of war and just heroes and just we should respect America because we should be respecting them. Yeah. There is There's no correlation between America and the troops. The troops are their own thing, and I think that you can respect one without saying, oh, I love America so much, yeah. America's perfect. It's like, no, I can respect that you were willing to yeah. go, you know, and also, like, a lot of people join the military for college. That is uh, the most common recruiting tactic is saying, hey, kid, you don't have any fucking money or skills. Let's put you in the military so you can go to college. And that's part of the reason why they haven't done anything about, like, the student loan shit and the absorbent prices and inflation in paying for college because the U.S. military gets an advantage Mm -hmm. from that. So, our government's a piece of shit. Exactly. I feel like every season we have to have an episode where we we reiterate that America's fucked up. Our government is a piece of shit. And the people trying to maintain the status quo are the enemies. Yeah, they are the problem. Me and Caroline were talking about this on the way home. We are kind of talking about, you know, the overall experience of the Indy 500 yeah. and how there are some fucking rednecks well, there. It's, it's and kind of interesting that it's right like that. before Memorial Day. Uh-huh. You know? The, the idea is being force-fed to us by politicians that if we don't want to maintain the status quo, we hate America. Yeah. Isn't that so that weird? That is ridiculous. That the entire history of America, the reason why America has been successful, is because we've never been satisfied with the status quo. Yeah. That's why we had the Industrial Revolution. That's why we had all of these wars and all these eras where we've tried to get ahead in the world. When have we ever been happy with the status quo? How can you look at this fucking garbage-ridden, homeless-filled, opiate-addicted, mentally ill Mm -hmm. group of people that is America? How can you look at that and be like, this is perfect. Yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. And there is no improvement that we need to make. Yeah. (laughs) That's what the status quo myth is. We are good where we're at, and we need to make no more improvements. Well, and it's just kind of unbelievable that people who are patriotic can even support politicians who like to spout that America is perfect and the greatest nation in the fucking world and it's like have have any of you ever been out of the country have you have you all watched the news today bro have you gone for a walk in your neighborhood like look around and tell me this place is perfect have you watched the news clips of ICE officers fucking raping children yeah. that we encage? Did you miss the news reports that we just continue killing people overseas? For no reason, as we've already gone over. Are you missing... And I think it's definitely the idea that we've grown up in the past 20 years. It's terrorists are the enemy. And it's, it's this perfect, mysterious bad guy... That they can put a blanket term on and say, oh, well, our military's over in their country raping their nation, taking their resources as we have done throughout our history. And there are people that want to fight back. Why would they want to fight back? America, we want them to be free. We want, we want our freedom. But somehow they're a threat to our freedom. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess we started off you know, in 2001 with 
9-11, but it's literally like, again, can we not move on? We literally have military bases all throughout the world. I don't think we need to continue supporting wars across the world. We can just be doing surveillance. If we have all these bases, there is no need to continue to fight people who literally just want us out of their fucking country. In conclusion, not standing for the damn Pledge of Allegiance doesn't mean I hate America. Yeah. Fucking Hoosiers are the reason why I hate America. <laughs> I hope Jackie's listening to this. I like a lot of things I, about I mean, it. it does support their their argument that Indiana is, is the most American state. And part, I can't necessarily disagree with part that. Part of what I was saying, too, was you live in Indiana, bro. How are you like, fuck yeah, this country is fire. This shit is perfect, exactly. bro. You live in Indiana. in Indiana. You don't even get concerts. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Straight facts. You're Do you ready? think that America did 9-11? We'll talk about it another time. Let's do musical That's energy. not too too many episodes away. We might we might that might be the debate for that episode. I think we need to cool off. I think we're about to jump into the deep end. We gotta listen to some music. Too hot. You just listened to No Dope on Sundays by Sci High the Prince featuring Pusha T. So this came out in 2016, I want to say. Cool. If you never heard of Sci High the Prince, a lot of people haven't. I have not. Uh, he... He came on the scene in 2010 when he was featured on a couple, at least one, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy song. Mm. So appalled, it may be something else, but he was in that good music camp, and he was riding the wave off that for a little bit, and he's done mostly mixtapes in his career, mm. and even though he came onto the scene around 2010, his first album studio album was No Dope on Sundays, which came out in 2016. Crazy. I think everyone in music has a big what if Mm -hmm. type of person that they listen to where they're just like, if he had just, you know. But Saiha is one of those for me because he just, I don't feel like has lived up to his full potential, whether that be for reasons. No, that was too good for me to have not heard of him. For reasons, you know. In his own life, for reasons outside of that, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he fell out with Kanye, and he just mm. said, you know, fuck this music shit. I don't really want to do it anymore. Yeah, not that serious. He hasn't really made anything except for features since Damn. this debut album. I think he probably put a lot of money in it, Yeah. and it just didn't do that well Yeah, it didn't him. blow up. But this song scratches, like, every itch for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. I, I, love, I love the meta shit in... Rap. I think that it's uh, hilarious that that's like a common thing. Yeah. That I wasn't surprised for him to literally just be talking to the audience and just be like, I'm glad you gave me this shit with like no drums. I just wanted to like, 
I was trying to make it as conversational as possible because it's just conversation. And when he says that, it's kind of like, yeah, I like that they like, no drums you know, too. He's like, this is literally my bro. I'm just talking to my bro. And I like, the, I like the biblical shit in, in uh, hip-hop as well. I think that's mostly it's like R&B influence and mm-hmm. shit like that. Because I, I love it ending on, but Peter said unto him, thy money perish with thee because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. And that that's fucking hard. Not only is that real as fuck, but it just sounds so hard slipping exactly. the Bible verse. It's the same principle as, you know, at the very beginning of the song, they kind of have this gospel-ass sample, yeah. and then it turns into this nasty-ass fucking well, trap it's, beat. Well, it's literally a pastor, from what it says on Genius. Damn, that's funny as hell. But yeah, basically, he's saying, uh, even if you're slinging dope, don't sling dope on Sunday. This is the day that yeah. you do the laundry. Huh. So he's preaching about a right way to be in the trap. Uh, yeah, yeah. A moral way to exist. And he, you get that a lot more in the second verse where you hear more of his actual opinions on the shit where he's saying, if you're trapping, trap to get your mom out of the hood. If you're trapping, the trap to make help your son go to college yeah so so that's fucking fire but the first verse just goes so hard because it is some trap shit and i think a big thing that turns people off of lyrical music yeah is that it just doesn't sound as good or it doesn't i love shit with little bits where it's like i telegram my netherland hoes it's like everybody knows that telegram is the drug dealer app yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah, And that was fucking before and heard, Telegram was a huge well, thing. Well, I've heard uh, Kendra talk about that, mm-hmm. about Telegram, and it's like, that's yeah. just fucking hilarious, because like, if you know, you know, and if you don't know, you don't know. I'm so glad you said that, because with so many trap artists, you can tell which ones or really yeah. did it and really didn't, because the ones that didn't are talking... Oh, I got this gun. Oh, I fucked your bitch. Oh, I sell you Yeah, drugs. some drama shit. Some shit you've heard before. Very regular shit. But Sci-High says, my OG pulled up to the spot in a wig when you're wanted by the feds, you can't be seen by the pigs. Yeah. That's or, some shit I've never heard in a fucking song before, and it's so hard because Just starting it's a with, real I've been in the thing. streets since 16. How many uh, zips at an elbow? 16, you dig? Yeah. Fire. Real ones know that there's 16 ounces in a pound. Real ones know. But just the way the first line, boy, I'm living off my art like I'm selling Van Gogh's. That's an interesting line. What do you think about that? I'm all about the cream. I got Method Man goals. That shit's hilarious. I like fun bars. So the Van Gogh line, though, isn't it the thing that Van Gogh never sold? No, exactly. So is he trying to be funny there? Yeah. Because that sounds kind of like, you know, Van Gogh didn't really survive. I I think it's supposed to be funny. For some reason, Genius is very one-dimensional and just talks about how valuable Van Gogh paintings are. Stupid bastards. And it's like, maybe that is supposed to be ironic because Van Gogh didn't sell any paintings in his lifetime. Yeah. And and maybe that's part of this being their album, where it's Mm. literally like, I'm not really in it to make big money. I like the art. Yeah. You know? But the, they're also saying, I'm making a living off of it. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're just doing that many features where they make enough money to live off of yeah, being a for rapper. Sure. But the first line, 
he says in the whole shit, I ain't a street dude, I'm just a dude in the street. Yeah. That's so basic, and that's been said so many other times, but in the context of this song, yeah. and it being Sai High Solomon, who's actually lyrical, that's kind of crazy, because he's saying, uh, I'm not pretending to be, you know, dude, I, this... Pablo Escobar, I'm just yeah. a guy in a bad situation well, like see, so many other people. And that's that's what I was just about to point out. You you just said, a, yeah, just a guy in a bad situation. Uh-huh. Real gangsters don't want to be in the streets. We was stuck out there because we ain't got no choice. Who going to pray for us? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. They they sleeping on this shit. For sure. There's so many lyrics that I got to point out. It's a whole I, conversation, dude. I, I had a couple I, I still got to bring up. I like the but, chorus a lot. But like I said, this song scratches every itch for me. It scratches the flow itch. It scratches yeah. the trap, grimy beat itch. But and the second half of the song, it's almost like a fucking alchemist beat where it's just a Kinda. stripped back piano and... Like they said, well, they and, pulled the drums. Yeah, out. no. Then, then they're literally like, you know what? No drums. The craziest flow part of this I like, whole shit. I work the graveyard shift a lot. Yeah, uh, the, my, my favorite flow part of this shit is when he starts doing the my hundreds blue. Yeah, when he starts doing the high shit like that. My rendezvous made the front page news. I like my hundreds blue. Chuck and Jules take his strippers out on honeymoons, leaving their kids with their grandma, so they go to Sunday school. Just mm-hmm. just the multi-syllable rhymes and still bringing it back to Sunday st- school, still bringing it back to the message in the song overall. It's yeah. just crazy, man. There's They talk about so much. They give so many like little images throughout their like part two, verse uh, one. They, they do just paint so many pictures. I like Before it. my partner up the sig and leave you secondhand smoked. Damn. God damn. Damn. The Sig. Sig saucer. Cigarette. Too easy. He's going over motherfuckers' heads. That's okay. Everybody can't appreciate good shit. That's okay. We're here to appreciate it for them. I also think it's interesting talking about addiction. Yeah. Addiction and religion back and forth with Pusha T. Yeah, Pusha T's verse is very short, sweet, but it's so good. I, yeah. It's really the fucking cherry on top. Talking about this whole... people snitching. You don't need the drums when you're just talking what you know. And I do think I do yeah. think when an artist really is just tapping into some real shit, talking about what their their experiences are, it's gonna be the, the best flow shit. can go crazy. Mm-hmm. And you don't need anything in the background when the flow is fucking yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just spitting facts. And if it hits you, it hits you. They don't need that background noise. It's just beat poetry at a certain point. Yeah. And it, you'll just bang your head to them being like, just saying some real yeah. shit. And it's such simple shit, but he's saying like... That's, that's usually what hits the hardest, though. He, he did trapping because uh, he wanted... Nice shit? He wanted nice shit, but then he realized that it made the bitches like him. Yeah. And, and he's talking about how he failed his homies, that he fed their addiction. Yeah. And his own. Yeah. And he says fell in addiction, but it also sounds like felon addiction. Yeah. And I think little touches like that add to the listenability where, you know, seven years later, eight years later, however long it's been, it's still listenable. It's still fire. Yeah. So, yeah, if I think if you like that song, you should listen to the full album. Yeah. It's not is it all that good or is it? It's mostly? not all that good. 
that's definitely like the song the standout there's a few others that give it a run for its money nice but like the intro track he does like uh he does like his spin on like the tin crack commandments he does like his own like tin crack commandments yeah and he has like a two chains feature on there he's got like a kanye feature on there so he's got some he's got some joints on there i think he would like some I, I love that. I'm sure that I would like at least a couple other songs on that album. But yeah, he's a big what if for me. Because I just feel like it's just, it's not even like it's untapped potential. I think he made fire music in his mixtapes and that album. I just think he was never able to figure out like the commerciality yeah. of it. Yeah. And, and it can be hard when you're a heavily lyrically based uh, artist. Um, it The the sort of media machine and the pop music machine really does just crave like a solid beat mm-hmm. and some repetition. There's not a lot of repetition in that song. Yeah. It, there it is it's just like some Lupe Fiasco shit where it's like mm. two whole how long was that song? I, Six I was, minutes. I was about to say it's it's like two halves yeah. to make a whole. It is like uh that prisoner one exactly. and two song. Exactly. Where- it is a long song, or it's two regular Two different songs. songs, yeah. So, let's talk about some of the real life shit. So, yeah, yeah. So, Preston's been moving into a house. Like Pack Mule. And it's been a fucking clusterfuck. You want to talk about it, so? I'd, so? I'd be interested in hearing more about it. We're building basically three walls in the basement. The house is like a two-bedroom, two-bath, but one of the bathrooms is fucking weird because the HVAC system's like on top of it almost. But we're going to build... There's no walls around the second bathroom. So we're building walls and a door to the second bathroom, which is next to the laundry. In the basement. In the basement. So so before there was just like a random toilet out of the bathroom. And a shower. Uh Um, (laughs) Uh-huh. And then there was this entrance space that goes to the laundry and some storage underneath the stairs. And there's two like different storage spaces. We knocked out a whole fucking wall. And built a whole wall to make a whole room that'll be able to be entered from inside the house and from outside the house. And that's going to be the new Highly Suspicious studio. And then we're building an office space for Nikki. Um, That's going to be like another half of the already existing one room in the basement. But basically, by the time we're done with this, we might have a four-bedroom house, basically. I was trying to tell Nikki, I was like, just think about how much value we're adding to the house. We just added two whole bedrooms. Facts. Oh, God. That's a me- And we just moved into this bitch. Mm-hmm. We ain't even been here for a month. Yeah, you've been busy like a motherfucker doing that shit. When we I, demolished I that whole that. wall, it was it was wild. I did step on a nail. I think I'm good on my tetanus shot. I think I'm healing up. Wait. Can't even feel it right now. The other day I was limping around a little bit, but it's just because I was on my feet too much moving. So it went right through your shoe? It did. It went, I mean, they're shitty shoes. They're my Converse that I've... Or not my Converse. My Vans that I've beat the shit out of. Like the like the insides are falling apart basically, uh. so I just stepped right on that shit. Didn't fucking see it, felt it, and I, I didn't yell, didn't scream. I just went, oh fuck, <laughs> pulled my foot up, stepped back where I was, and was like, oh fuck, when I stepped back down because I felt it, and I was like, yup, I'm gonna need the first aid kit. It was like lodged in your foot. Did you just had to pull that shit out? No, it wasn't lodged in my foot. It was basically like just a plank. It. And, and her dad, who was helping us with the construction, was telling me about, like, 
that's basically a booby trap where it, once you pull the planks out, they just have nails stick like three or three or two nails uh. sticking out at either end of the plank, and it's just like if that shit's sitting face up, you're just stepping on some fucking nails. Yeah, that's why they make construction shoes that are tough for that shit. But I yeah. I was just like, I wore flip-flops the other day when we were demolishing this wall. I didn't think that we were going to be messing with the scrap shit. So you helped demolish the wall? Yeah. Did you use like a sledgehammer? Nah, just, it was just wood. It was just wood. So it was mostly just like a, probably an extra large hammer because, and it had like sort of like a crowbar sort of attachment. But yeah, we were that just pulling fun. wood back. It was kind of fun. I was just smacking the shit out of these planks from the inside of the closet to push the nails out, um, and we just were throwing it in our second driveway space. Yeah. Are you excited to have the new studio? Yeah, and I'm definitely, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm looking at it, and that's part of why I wanted it to be larger, because we didn't need to knock out that wall. We could have just built a door and taken off the shelves and shit, and it would have been a square, probably a little smaller than this room, just with like because of lower ceilings and shit like that. Uh-huh. And it would have been easy for soundproofing. But I really like the idea of there being a highly suspicious, like, studio where it's like we could produce other shit. I want to get bands in there, and I think it's enough space for somebody to bring some fucking drums down in that basement. So oh, I feel shit. like that would Live be the Live musical intermission. Exactly. That's the idea. That would be crazy. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? I feel like that's the next step in our evolution is having musical guests on and they literally can perform uh, there. And it would be a totally different ladies sound. Ladies and gentlemen, The weekend, Doug, if you're out there, please come to the studio and play some Melon Choir or some of your own shit. Baby, come back. Please. You can blame it on me. Um, Jesus, I sounded like Jewel there. <laughs> But yeah, so it's been a lot, but I slept there for the first time last night. It, it felt good. Is the yard starting to come together? We got rid of the shed. Nice. Um, there was just a shitty little metal shed out there. Yeah, there's a we, random we, ass shed. We sold it for free on Facebook Marketplace, and we were just like, the only thing is you have to deconstruct it. Pick the shit. So that we didn't have to worry about it. Oh, hell and yeah. it was it was screwed into the concrete, but they got it out. So someone pulled up. Yeah, they were like, deconstructed oh, that it. shit in like an hour and took it. I can't so now we have, want that shit. Now we have a concrete slab, and we're gonna build a fire pit on it and set up some chairs, and it's gonna be the shit. Fuck yeah! It's a lot of house. It is a lot of house. It's a lot of fucking house. It's pretty great. Yeah, I'm surprised. It's nicer than anything I thought I was going to get. I keep saying that, but it's, that, it's true. That attic's going to turn out really nice, too, when you'll start doing work on that. We don't know if we're going to turn it into a room. It's just storage right now. It's kind of all the storage space that we could really ever need, even. Yeah, for sure. You say that now, and there might be. Yeah, the more storage space out. you have, the, the more shit you get. I was told that by my grandfather. He was like, yeah, the more space you have, the more shit collects. That's just kind of, that's accurate. It makes sense. But yeah, hopefully the next season of the podcast can be recorded in our very own studio. And if not, soon. Ideally. As soon as it's ready, I, I would I will let you know and we can set up shop. Fuck yeah. You've been traveling. You got I've some been more traveling. traveling coming up. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Because uh, we're really going to have to batch record some shit. Because, For sure. Because I'm only going to have... I'm going to... Colorado from Friday to Friday, and very Dang. shortly after that, I'm going to North Dakota. Damn! So I'm gonna have a very Is it short a yearly North Dakota trip. Uh huh. Nice to Mecca. 
We're gonna get hammered up there. Nice. On the lake. Nice. Uh, gorgeous Lake Upsilon. Upsilon? In North Dakota. It's, uh, it's so close to the Canadian border. It's, it's... I gotta look this shit up. It's... Just see how close we're talking. It's basically Canada. What else is there to do in North Dakota? We shoot guns. We shoot beer. (laughs) What kind of guns? They got a nice little collection up there? Yeah, my dad's friend has a whole arsenal. And it's always fun to shoot up there. Yeah. But yeah, good old-fashioned redneck fun. As you should when you're in the middle of nowhere. And they got they got a bunch of... It's funny that it's like... It's a little-ass town. Yeah. But they have a lot of amenities for a little-ass town. Nice. Like, they have little-ass public pool. Cool. They have a little-ass movie theater that plays like one movie a week. Oh my god, no way. So it's like an OG type of thing. Uh, and then there's like... There's really, like, one restaurant there, but there used to be more. There used to be this place called The Pit Stop that was, like, a knockoff Dairy Queen. Oh, my God. That was really good. That's sick. But now it's a fucking daycare, and it's like, you you motherfuckers don't even have kids. (laughs) Why do you need a daycare for? The slow population growth. But I'm I'm excited, but I'm nervous about going on vacation with Caroline's family to Colorado. Because I've never done that say, before. I know she's traveled with your family yeah. more than you've traveled with them. You haven't traveled yeah. with them at all, really? Not really. And and I spend enough time with their family. They're not, like, strangers or anything. Yeah, yeah. But you get... No, there's, you spend there's a, a whole lot, different side of someone when you're traveling with them. You spend a lot of time together when you're... Almost too much time. You're with them for a week. Mm-hmm. And it's good that uh, we basically got, like, two... Airbnbs nice. for it, so it's gonna be like the young motherfuckers in one house and the nice. old motherfuckers in yeah. another house, which makes it a little better that we'll have a space to retreat to True. when, when they start making me lose my mind. <laughs> one thing that's crazy that they do is that I've I haven't noticed before this trip, oh. but they just overly deliberate like the smallest decisions. Yeah. Is it, are you talking about, like, where are we going to eat? I'm talking about smaller than that, bro. I'm talking about, like, you know. I'm talking about, like, should we pack the sandwiches in the lunchbox before we go? Or should we have them in the fridge to keep them cold? Everything is just debated at fucking nauseam. And there were a few times where I was just like, I have to stay in my yeah, I have situation. to walk away because I couldn't care. I, the indecisiveness just kills me, bro. Yeah. I am so decisive because it's like I could work on it for sure. There are definitely I have my moments where I'm just like I don't feel like I can physically make a decision on something right now. And it's usually just like where are we gonna eat? And I'm just like I really don't care. I'm too hungry to think about what I want to eat. I want food. But I feel like that's more fair that's to, normal. to debate yeah. as opposed to debating, you know. Smaller things like that. Yeah. It's just yeah. do it or don't do it. Here, Here's one thing. we Before the 500, we picked up McDonald's breakfast. We talked about for five minutes the day before, should we do a mobile order or should we do drive through 
Well, what's the difference? I don't really know what mobile ordering is. Oh my god. Well, you gotta go through the drive-thru anyway, so what's the point in doing it? True. And it's just like, who fucking cares? It's a McDonald's. It'll be done fast. Honestly, you said McDonald's, and I was like, oh, going through the drive-thru, right? Just automatically. I think with the big group, it was kind of smart that we did a mobile order. Yeah. But it didn't make it any faster. We ordered it like 15 minutes before we got to the McDonald's, and it still wasn't done. Damn. So it was the entire thing where it was like, well, that was fucking That was for nothing. Yeah. But also it would be a pain in the ass, you know. Everybody's out the it, window. Yeah. I want hot cakes. It sucks when you're in a drive through setting with four plus people ordering stuff. Because then it's like, you know what to order as the driver. You order your shit. Then you got to ask like three other motherfuckers what they want. Yeah. Or they'll be discussing what they want in the background while you're, while you're ordering your shit. I feel so bad when I do that. Because it's like, it's really our fault. Yeah, we're just you could have known. It's McDonald's. You've been to a McDonald's before? Yeah, you should have your order for real. Here's one thing that was funny that happened with the McDonald's shit. So, I brought a ketchup packet with me <laughs> because I knew that... They've been stingy with the they ketchup knew that in a lot of places. They would be hash browns, and I didn't want to get fucked and not have a ketchup and just be raw dogging yeah, them. Yeah. And that turned out to be handy... Because they did fuck us out of our ketchup when yeah. we got the shit. So we were debating once again. Dude, that's been me. happening in a lot of places, actually. Like, they're, they're not giving out just a handful of fucking condiments at every order. Like, at the last time I got Chinese food, they didn't give us any duck sauce, su- uh, soy sauce, anything. Yeah, and it is a time they were. It's like, I shouldn't have to ask. Yeah. But, but yeah, they were debating about it. Okay, should we go inside and get some ketchup and it'll slow us down, even though we're debating about How much something of a fucking you stupid again? Yeah. And we're debating it. And then they were like, does anyone care? Does anyone 100% need ketchup? And no one said anything. And you were like, I got mine. And I, I, was, I didn't say it out loud, but I was just in my head, I got mine. And so, uh. <laughs> and so. I was sitting next to Caroline's dad, and I think he might have gone to the bathroom or some shit, but I don't think he was there for that conversation, and he was like, is there any chance that there's any ketchup packets in that bag? And and they were like, nope, they fucked us, they didn't give us any ketchup packets. And and he just looks over at me... And I'm I'm squeezing the fuck out of my one ketchup packet. And and there's just the confused look and I just had to be like, I brought this from home. Oh my god. I'm sure you you got judged for that one. I'm sure they were like, what the fuck does he mean? Nah, he it was brought so his funny. It was so funny. And and I always tell Caroline, you know, it's all fun and games. It's all everybody laughing at Louie until I come out on top with the only person as the only person with a ketchup packet in the whole jungle. All right. I think that's this week's episode. We'll be back next Thursday. Drop date is Thursday from now on. Thursday. Um, hump day. Every thirsty Thursday. No, that's Wednesday. Yeah, you're... Thirsty Thursday. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll remind you with that. Getting thirsty. Listen to us as you drink and try to forget that you have work tomorrow. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, 
We have an RSS feed at Highly Suspicious Podcast on Instagram, Highly Sus Pod on Twitter. I need to remember that Twitter exists. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening.